0: This podcast is brought to you by She Society, sharing the perspectives and stories of women Australia-wide.
1: This is Michelle Beasley from She Society and my latest episode of Buzzing About Books. Now, today I'm in Cafe Tara at The Gap, which holds special significance for the writer I'm interviewing today. Her name is Kelly Lyons. She's a Brisbane author who writes Regency romance and some of the paranormal. So, all of you historical fiction fans, get ready for a wonderful interview with our local author, Kelly Lyons. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Michelle. Lovely to see you. Now, Kelly and I are writing partners at the Writing Room Ashgrove, so we've been writing together for a long time, but of course, it's not about me today. Kelly, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you did before you became a writer? I'm actually an environmental scientist,
0: so before I became a writer, um, I was probably a very little girl because I've been writing lots of things all my life. Uh, But I was a technical and scientific writer for 17 or 18 years, and my creative writing was very much a uh, a closet activity um, until I joined the Ashford Writers Group, and I started to take it a lot more seriously after that. And certainly now that I have more time, it's become my main focus.
1: Great. Thank you, Kelly. And can you tell us about the genre that you write in and how you came to be writing Regency Romance?
0: Well, I had never actually read a romance book until a colleague of mine, um, during those nine years, uh, had to go and shift house and she left all her books with me, which was lovely. Uh, and amongst them were some romance books and, of course, uh, an unread book is like an unloved child. You have to pick it up and read it. Uh, I started reading it and basically that was it. I was hooked. And I drifted into the Regency romance and it just sort clicked. I, I had read um, and Prejudice a long time ago and of course in, back in the days and I won't tell you when, um, but <laughs> Colin Firth was doing and Prejudice on TV and that was basically a resurgence for me. I picked up the books again and I read the rest of Jane Austen's uh, books which I hadn't up until then and I was I was in love with the genre then Um, And as for the other, my first uh, love was always science fiction. Um, Isaac Asimov um, and all of his books, the robot series, uh, very classic kind of science fiction. So it seemed quite natural when I started writing that that the two just kind of combined
1: terrific Kelly and I I do know your process we've worked together for a long time and where we're sitting in Cafe Tara today it holds a special significance for you and your writing can you tell us about that? Yes, indeed. Um, my very, my debut novel, which is The
0: Soldier's Woman, a Regency with paranormal elements, um, was published by Atlas Productions and in a fit of um, excitement, I suppose, <laughs> I decided to have a launch party and so I invited everyone I could think of and we had a lovely evening here
1: launching the book back in 2017. Not that long ago, really. Yes. And so, can you tell us a little bit about The Soldier's Woman? I said it's set in Portugal, but can you give us a little synopsis or your little elevator pitch and tell us what we, we can look forward to in your story? Um, the Soldiers' Woman is a Regency romance, as I said, with elements of the
0: paranormal uh, set in Napoleonic Europe. So we're looking at the Europe of the early 1800s, uh, one, during one of the campaigns uh, uh, where the um, the forces of the French and English and various other allies were rushing backwards and forwards across the continent. Um, that's the actual backdrop. The story of, is itself about a, a very romantic lead, the English uh, <coughs> officer, and the lady in question, who is off looking for an artifact which is very important. Uh, she belongs to a a guild of Which introduces the paranormal elements, and it's about their story um, of seeking this element, overcoming their personal prejudices against each other um, and societal expectations. And you do get a happy ever after at the end, as as Rebecca said. We do
1: like that in our romances, Kelly. So, yes, I love The Soldiers' Woman. I don't usually read the historical romances, but, of course, I've got into it a little bit lately. We, we know a lot of romance authors, and I, I really love um, dual timeline novels as well. And, and I know that romance uh, historical romances are a little bit harder than the contemporary romances, I write can you tell us some of the constraints with a historical romance I always like to think of it
0: as writing in a corset Um, (laughs) a lot of uh, historical romance readers or readers of historical fiction in general uh, are very particular it's like a a collector Uh, you tend to know your period uh, we were talking to Alyssa Montgomery on the weekend and she was picked up by a reader for having the wrong kind of sword because it wouldn't have gone through a piece of armour she was writing in, uh, in many times, I have been pulled up by one of my beta readers asking about whether grenades were actually invented by the time uh, this story was set uh, and I did the research and, and yes they were. Uh, I had to understand the political climate of the time, I did a lot of research on the actual uh, historical events surrounding the war i looked at historical maps of the area campaign letters from people who have been on the trail and although it's not an accurate description of society at the time i invented i've used my creative license so it's in terms of the um, social attitudes, obviously the heroine not do certain things that she did because uh, strictures on women were quite different than what they are today, Um, and we are talking about a war zone. But if I had kept uh, all of the history accurate, then I don't think I could have told the story.
1: So, yes, it is a work of fiction after all. We're allowed to tweak and change things here and there, or I hope we are. So that's the Soldier's Woman, which is out, your very first novel, which was exciting for our whole writing group. Uh, now, what are you working on next? Well, um... Due to a set of circumstances, I was a
0: little deviated from the sequel, uh, but I'm now, right this moment, I'm working on the sequel to uh, The Soldier's Woman, which is called The Sailor's Lass. Um, The characters, there are some recurring characters uh, in the book, so you will um, meet uh, Maximilian and Charlotte again, who will occur in the first book. Uh, but it's a story about uh, someone else in their family and following on, on a similar sort of theme. This one is actually set in northern France uh, in the same kind of time period. It's a very turbulent time. Uh, alliances come and go very, very quickly. Um, and it, it actually allows you a lot of freedom in the storytelling because there's a lot of uh, what-ifs that can happen in the story. And that's a lovely thing for an author because you can tinker with it.
1: Yes, yes. Now, the paranormal, what's that one called? Can you give us the working title? Are you Um, allowed to say? The working title for the finished paranormal that
0: I've done, which is a... Slightly con- uh, slightly alternative, contemporary, I suppose. So it, it bears a little bit into this, more into the science fiction. Is called Where Angels Fear, um, and it's a action um, story with uh, romantic elements. Obviously, romance. Um, so it it is set in a world you would be very familiar with, but it's not quite the world that you know so it's about the uh,
1: meeting of two realities really oh it sounds very exciting and very on the money with what people are reading these days especially you know some of the YA authors who may or YA readers who may be getting a little older and looking for something a, a little more in to their taste it sounds really good I've really enjoyed
0: going into this universe, it was quite different from uh, writing a corset, as I say, and being able to uh, world-built, um, not to the extent that I, that I have that some of the fantasy books do, but it was lovely to tinker around with real elements, so um, it, it very much uh, showcases my own interests in things like environmentalism
1: very good thank you Kelly Um, and another quick question what do you like to read if you've got a few minutes who who are your favorite authors and what do you like to read well um,
0: the paranormal Regency is not it's not my idea amanda quick is a pen name of jane Ann quince who also writes uh, as jane castle did um and she wrote very much across genre before it was an acceptable practice um, and it's basically driven by the bookshops, shops not quite knowing where to put your books and certainly publishers makes their hair stand on them to get a book like that <clears throat> it's much more acceptable mainstream now uh, you know cowboys need aliens you name it anything's on the books these days um, and some of her later Regencies had elements of um, paranormal uh, normal activities in them and certainly the latest series which, which went into the Victorian times which uh, everyone's interested in new inventions and new ideas and it lends itself really love uh, in a lovely way to this wonderful world building and she through a series of books uh, managed to bridge from uh, historical um, settings all the way through to future settings on different planets which sounds completely wow. crazy but the. There's an element that actually links all of her books together, which is uh, absolutely amazing, blows me away. And Stephanie Lawrence, of course, which is an who's an Australian author, uh, and is very big in the Regency Romance yes. series. Um, I actually enjoy Anna Campbell's books. Um, Anna's uh,
1: prolific in her... In her um, and Anna's from the Sunshine Coast, isn't she? up the road here. That's Great. right. Yes, and we met her
0: a few times. Um, in terms of other books, uh, I've read... Widely in the uh, what you would call the uh, airport genre, Uh, Uh, so uh, the the thrillers, uh, the Lee Childs, and uh, that sort of person. and uh, some of the local authors too. I, I picked up a book recently. A first, It's a debut book by a local author from out near Debra, Vicki Stevens. Uh, it was a, a lovely um, dual history, uh, cosy cozy mystery murder. I, well, I think they're called cosy crimes. So I'm, I'm not a crime writer, so forgive me if I get the sub subgenres wrong a little. But this sort of the Agatha Christie's and Pierrot's
1: and yes. lovely. Love the the mystery type oh I know I'm always in awe of crime writers myself Kelly I don't think I mean never say never but I don't think I'd ever write one myself but I do like a cozy crime and it sounds like I might enjoy that one too and we do like to support our local authors Kelly and I have met many, Cass Moriarty being one, Kylie Caden, and we've learnt so much from other authors, haven't we? Oh, look, absolutely, and they're so generous with their time. Um, I
0: can't believe um, Cass Moriarty came along to one of the uh, uh, one of our writing groups activities we we in a, in a, in a fit of enthusiasm um, organized a workshop and um, she very very kindly came along and spoke to us about uh, synopsis writing briefly and writing submission letters and it was such a valuable uh, activity for us oh
1: definitely definitely so writers are a great tribe like that they're very kind caring always willing to help you out and which leads me to my probably last question what advice would you give young writers or writers just starting out no matter what their age what are some of the best things you've learned along the way
0: look it's the same thing writers always say write Put your bottom in the chair and write um it doesn't matter what you're writing get in the habit of keeping your writing never throw anything away um, you you find that the things that you've scribbled in the back of your uh, journal, which is always good to have a notebook with you or, or a small device that you can record things to, whether it's voice recorded or whatever, allow those words to come out onto a page, onto a screen, wherever wherever you need to be, um, and. Uh, enjoy the process you will find your own way of being able to write your thoughts and look for like-minded people um writers groups are great they are the people who will get you uh, whether you need to go online whatever you need to do go and find your tribe
1: Thank you, Kelly. Well, it's been wonderful to interview you here at Café Tara, which is one of our local hangouts. We've just enjoyed a lovely breakfast of Eggs Benedict and you had some tea, Kelly? I did. It was lovely. Yes, they have a lot of different teas here and I had a lovely almond latte. So, no, we've had a great morning and thank you so much for coming along and being interviewed for Buzzing About Books. I thank you, Michelle. It was a pleasure. That's all from me, Stay sparkly. Until next time. This podcast
0: is brought to you by She Society.